If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubinville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in VC Productions in studio in Nashville, Tennessee, always at the table with me to the right, the CEO and founder of the GOAT family of brands, my good friend, Tyler Burnett. Tyler, thank you for being here today and wearing your... Thank official you. official so you golf wear. Thank you. Yeah, I needed to, to pick it up here to the left. Dare Mighty Things. Yes. Drove all the way in from Brentwood. He is the LinkedIn Whisper. He's the calming force to our show, uh, John Byers. John, uh, you were at the creative table again today, like Dev Digital is, always around yes. the table thinking creatively about the future. We love Dev Digital. They, so uh, good to us. they support us, uh, we support them. Um, they're, uh, they're setting the bar in Nashville, Tennessee, when it comes to all things digital. We'll talk about that as we They can. have a location in Zambia, in case you, they, you they need do. to expand your... They, they do. And, and while we are going global today, we're not going to Zambia. We're going to, to a different part of the world. We're going to go to Ukraine. And, um, and a special leader there yes. named Zelensky. And so this is a nod to... Zelensky, who is a goat. He is for sure. Uh, certainly to you and to the world. But uh, the real question, I think, for today as we think through this is why people follow certain leaders. Mm. So so you, you, you're drawn to this guy, Zelensky, because he is a goat, because what he does gives other people energy, gives him energy, creates new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. And certainly that is the case for the people of Ukraine in this yes. moment. But we're going to give a nod to Ukraine, and we're going to speak to that, and and I'll let you set the stage with why do people want to follow him? You know, he's got he's he's kind of reached the same status as um, as Martin Luther King or, or Gandhi in terms of a global leader that people look to that stood up in the face of um, of crisis, yeah, and stood up with courage. Yeah, this guy is is special, and and you know, there's been one other time in the the life span of the the goat consulting podcast uh listen wherever you listen to podcasts by the way yes. uh, pocket cast youtube iHeart. tell your friends and your lovers <laughs> whilst we've said that back to Zelensky. which there's been one other time by the way over the life of our our show where we have paused and inserted an episode based on current events right. we did it back in 2020 um and so this is the second time we've done that. We feel like out of respect for what's happening in, in Ukraine and impacting the world, we're all paying attention to it. Talking about Zelensky, he is the GOAT. He is the GOAT for this episode. He is the primary focus. And obviously his his country of Ukraine. And this guy is, is like, I, I don't think ever in our lifetime have we seen a leader of a country like get in the weeds like this guy. Yeah. Ready to fight, showing such courage and I think it might be just a, 
just worthy for a second to to know where he came from a bit, and we won't go deep into that, but uh, it's fascinating. Like Zelensky was before he was president, he was a comedian and an actor. So he's got all this charisma, right, about him, and he's a pretty fascinating guy. In fact, he, I didn't know that one of his uh, one of his, the last things he did as an actor was he was on a show where he was a teacher and he stood up against corruption and then campaigned and became president. And so here's like his show to real life story that that has come true, and he is inspiring not only his people of Ukraine but the world. Just three months ago, December of last year, his presidential approval rating was at 30%. The people didn't believe he was willing to fight for them. Fast forward to today, his presidential rating is over 90%. We've never seen anything like that in our lifetime. Besides Joe Biden. Yeah, opposite (laughs) quite direction there. He was uh, given just, the opportunity to flee to safety, but he chose to stay and fight alongside his people, and his rating goes from 30 to 90%. There's there's a lesson to be learned there in American politics. Yeah, and I think it's worthy of, <laughs> of the, sharing the quote that he said because when the U.S. offered him uh, evacuation, he said, he said, the fight is here. Yeah. I need ammo, not a ride. Yeah. Mm. Like that quote, like I want to run through a wall for somebody like that, right? He's authentic. Did he share the location of where he was at? Didn't he say, I'm not hiding. Here's where I'm at. I, I could have swore I saw something the other day about that. Like you he know, said, I'll share my location. Or I wouldn't be surprised. This guy, this guy, he, they may not necessarily be winning the war. And frankly, they may not win it. But he will, he will win. He will continue as he has up to this point in winning this communication world. Um, war to the world and to his people. It is a fascinating, uh, fascinating well, thing Well, he, he doesn't hide behind a veil, right, of denials or untruths like most people that find themselves in this situation do. He's honest and forthcoming despite the consequences. And that's a level of, of authenticity that people want and look for in times of crisis and change. You speak to that point about his language. To me, uh, it's simple language. It is. You know, he takes very simple, direct language that uh, that people can relate with. And when you're authentic and provide simple language, um, people want to get behind that. So you, you know? said he was acting, and well, he was a comedian, and he was acting. Yeah. To be, do you know any more details about that? Like, was did he want to be president? It was kind of like, a, I want to... Did he have that dream before that, or did maybe the, they just said, we want you to play this role, and he did it, and then he was like, man, this is something I might be interested well, in. Well, I think he played the role, and then he had a group of people that's like, that guy really could be president. So it was either some really great like writing and directing of whoever created <laughs> the show, acting, some combination of the two, but this guy clearly like loves his country, clearly loves it in a way that we, we don't often get to see in the world. And, and I think what he's done is he's become a symbol of hope during this incredible threat that they're now facing. Yeah. And a leader only serves as a symbol for a nation that identifies with him. So I think he's brought out something. Because what was the question that you asked in the beginning as you were kind of setting the stage about you know what what makes him the goat or what makes yeah. him a leader like he's drawing in people bringing out something in them creating this identity uh connection between the, the president and his people like we are the same 
Yeah, why do people decide to follow him and during this time period? And I think ultimately at the end of the day it boils down to one thing, relatability. And if you think about uh, on the playground, what's the first playground lesson that you learned when you were on the playground? It's follow the what? Follow the leader. Yeah. And I think what he's proving is that through his simple language, through his authenticity, through his ability to relate to other people, um, that they will follow you. Uh, it, it really makes you scratch your head and think about, do we, do we really have to make politics that hard? Now, I'm not discounting what's going on there, right? I mean, what's interesting is there's a war that's unfolding on social media. Yeah. And people are using it for marketing and um, marketing opportunities, you know, which is, which is the world's never seen that either. Right. Well, it's interesting that he's taken such a positive approach to something so negative. And if you think back the past, the past two years, everything with COVID has been so negative. Like the only thing, I mean, there's been some positive things come out of it, right? But it seems like every time you watch TV, it's always our leaders. It's always about the negativity. It's always about wearing the mask. It's always about staying away from people. And I think he could have easily just said, uh, you know, run, hide. Yep. And the fact that he stepped up and, and, and been the leader in the when it's tough is – very difficult to do. And this thing would have been over such so long ago had he done that, right? I mean, and I think that's what's beautiful about the, the, the lessons of leadership we can learn from him. One of the other things I wrote down is as I look at Zelensky and what he's done, a leader is someone who takes a stand yeah. to protect what's core and distinctive to the group. Well, those that defend democracy are who? They're the ones that have been denied it. The people, if you look back in history, and the people that have defended democracy are the ones that are, have been denied the opportunity to have a democracy. Mm. So some of his leadership qualities bring me to my, my goat for today, and that's Abraham Lincoln. Yes, sir. As he was going through the Civil War times, and a few points, a few points that I've read about him is his capacity to listen to different points of view and then make the best final decision for the group, to your point of what you just said. Um, his ability to learn on the job. He would go out on the battlefields. Um, and that bolstered morale, and a lot of the same things that Zelensky's doing it reminds me of, of the things I've heard about Abraham Lincoln and how he was leading the U.S. in the Civil War. Yeah. Um, so Ordinary people are the true heroes of democracy. Lincoln is. Zelensky is. When we was asked about if he thought he was iconic, Zelensky said, I'm not iconic. Ukraine is iconic. Mm. And I think to your point, ordinary people are the true heroes of democracy. Yeah, he's being um, recognized and lauded for his charisma. Obviously, his professional background pre-presidency speaks to that. He's being admired and lauded for his courage, certainly deserving of that. Here's what I wrote. Charisma attracts attention. Courage earns admiration. But commitment to a group is what inspires loyalty. We follow leaders who fight for us, and we make sacrifices for leaders who serve us. And as I look at his presidency, as I look at what's happened the last, you know, almost two weeks now, um, so many different lessons in that for me. And one of the things that I tend to go back to fairly, fairly quickly is, is with my own kids and in parenting and how I try to lead my kids. And my wife often, in all of her wisdom, reminds me, we're not, as I get into these battles about winning, right, or, or obedience or whatever it may be, 
Vanessa often tells me, you know, we are trying to win their hearts, not their obedience. That's what's core of Zelensky. Yeah. He has won the hearts, and, and these people are doing what he would ask them to do, but he doesn't even have to ask them. And that's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, and that is true leadership, whether you're a parent or whether you're a president or a CEO of a company or you're leading a sports team. Because he's willing to do it. He's willing to do it first. Yeah. And once he, once you're willing to do it first, then your people will do it. I think the other thing, too, is the spirit of democracy in our own country. It feels like it's under attack. And so we, we resonate with when we see leadership like this, this is what we want from our leaders. Sure. We want them to stand. We want them to dare to stand up and do mighty things. Yeah. Like your shirt says there. Yeah. So this is a nod to I would love for us to do mightily and open up the oil line pipeline in the US again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody wants to pay four dollars, five dollars a gallon for gas, especially when you're coming no. all the way from Brentwood to all the way to come over here to VC productions. Yeah. <laughs> what well, so what's gonna be the end of this? What's the end game? What's gonna happen? I, I'm not sure the outlook for Ukraine is good. Meaning in terms of I, I think there are some very strategic moves that are going to be played here that probably are going to um, – Ukraine and Zelensky may tell you differently, but I'm not sure the outlook is good. However, what, what's going to happen with the type of leadership and the type of people that are coming out of, that are responding to this corruption that's coming into Ukraine from Russia – is going to change the world. I really believe that. Well, sure. Yeah. For good. Yeah, I mean, I think that this, number one, is is really more about a humanitarian effort than just a war. I mean, that there, there, is, there is a human element to this war mm-hmm. that's different than any other war. And I think that's, that's the most important piece to this is that there is, and it's going to play out. And I think we have to do our part to defend ourselves. I mean, to, to help Ukraine defend itself, right? So what are some practical things here as, as I, as I start, as I shared a moment ago, like I can tell a distinct difference when my kids feel like I'm fighting for them rather than with them. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I can tell a distinct difference in our relationship and how, you know, the energy in the room and them doing things to, to be uh, helpful around the house, whatever it may be. Right. So what are some lessons we can apply to our life, our business, our families that we can garner from Zelensky and, uh, you know, to help win the people, our people's hearts? I think the first one is you mentioned earlier, like he's, he stays, like he stayed in the weeds with them, right? The he stayed, he stayed in the fight and he was willing to fight. Yeah. That's a big difference. Rather, And he was face, face to face, right? Like he didn't do it. From afar, he didn't, you know, leave the country to try to lead that way. He stayed in and he fought. What else do you think? I mean, that's <laughs> that's a great one for sure. I mean, uh, we talked about this before, but you know, if you're not willing to get in the weeds with your team, how could he? How could he get his team to fight for him if he left? Right. I mean, you said courage. It's 100% courage. I mean, like you said, it would have been super easy for him to just bell out. And be safe. Um, 
But I think that's a, one of the greatest qualities of a leader is, is having courage and, and being there and being in the fight and being in the weeds. I think we're drawn to leaders who represent our group. Mm-hmm. If we look at that leader and they say they're representative of who we are as people, then we're naturally drawn to them. And I don't think that's the case for most people in, in American politics. We do not feel like that they are representative of our group of people. And Zelensky, in my opinion, comes across as someone that uh, exemplifies those ideals. He's one of them, and that's what people are naturally drawn to. So I think that's a lesson to learn. Look at the group. What makes up the group? How do you, as a leader, embody what the group embodies? Sometimes I think I try to overcomplicate these things. And if I were to break it down to two things, which we've talked about here about Zelensky, like what makes him so good and what can we take from him and apply to our, our marriage, our parenting, our jobs, our relationships, two things. Number one, he stayed, right? There was a commitment and a, 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 just an effort to stay in the game. Yeah, commitment. And number two, he won, he's, he won the communication war or is win, win the communication war. So as I think about us, stay in the game, face-to-face, commit, and number two, win the communication war. That's what makes him so good, and if we can do those things in our own life, business, relationships, then we're going to be a leader like him. And I think a part of that is controlling your emotions. You know, when you say when you say what the, your second point, it's all about controlling your emotions because it would be very easy to, to act on fear, right? So part of him staying is is not acting on his emotions because you would think for sure he had fear immediately. Sure he did. Right. So I think being able to control those emotions is one of the biggest keys of a leader too. When things aren't going right, how do you keep people positive? And they can, you can see that on somebody's body language immediately, right? You can see fear. Uh, you can see being desperate. You can see very positive. So whether it's positive or neg- negative, really controlling your own emotions. I think I think this, and I think we'll we'll land the plane here. I think that his charisma is is something that attracts the attention of other people. So it starts with his charisma, and that's what the charisma does: attract attention. Right. Then I look at his courage, and what does courage attract? When you look at other people that have courage and stand in the face of courage, you what? You admire them. Mm-hmm. But I think with his commitment, what I don't think the Russians are, are really um, thinking about is that his commitment is what drives their loyalty. That's right. And that's what I think you're saying. And so ultimately, I think it's going to be that commitment that ultimately drives that loyalty that will um, that will lead to um, the outcome for Zelensky and Ukraine. Mm. That's what I've got for today. I like it. Charisma, courage, commitment. I'm Colby Jubenville. <laughs> Dare mighty things. Dare mighty things. And this is the Go Consulting Podcast. Boom. Oh.